This morning, we are celebrating pastor, our pastors and their families with Pastor Appreciation Day. That's why we're decorated a little differently. Um, as most of you know, that's what we're doing. So we're going to do something a little different than we've ever done in the past, and I don't see pastor anywhere. Oh, there he is, hiding. Okay. So um, I just want to make sure you were up here and <laughs> not hiding because you didn't know what was going on. I think everybody's done a great job keeping it quiet as to exactly what's going on. Most everybody has known. So, uh, <laughs> um, so we're going to celebrate their hard work and dedication. So instead of listening to Pastor today, uh, some of us will be sharing our appreciation for you and your families and, uh, and our love for them. Uh, I first have a top 20 list that I want to read to kind of get things rolling here a little bit. Um, number one, he loves God and you a lot. Be mindful. He is, pain, painfully, he is a painfully limited human being. Be realistic. He probably has a pretty low view of his performance, so be, be, be kind. <clears throat> he wishes he were a better preacher. Be awake. Uh, he really does want God's best for you and your family, so be open-hearted. His work knows no time or locational boundaries, so be patient. He hears much more negative information than positive, so be encouraging. He has, a, a chosen, he has chosen a vocation in which few remain. So be praying. He has chosen a highly leadership intensive call. So be lead able. Be leadable. <clears throat> he needs help, so be available. His God-given vision is bigger than himself and the church. So be faith-filled. He wants to personally meet all the needs but he knows he can't. So be understanding. He's going to say some dumb things every now and then. <clears throat> so be forgiving. His family is patient with you, so be patient with them. Be conscientious. He is greatly encouraged by your faithfulness, so be there. He is passionate for God's word, to be made practical to you. So be hungry. He longs for church to be your spiritual oasis. So be loving. He dreams for you and your family's spiritual health. So be receptive. <clears throat> he needs to hear what you he needs to hear that you prayed for him. So be interceding. And he's just a regular guy. So be real. So that's uh, 20 things about pastor. <laughs> so um, I want to read 1 Thessal Thessalonians 5.12, okay? Uh, and we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you 
and are over you and the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. So now is our time to admonish them. So, Pastor Joe, I can't believe how fast 10 years has gone by. I appreciate that you listen to and are led by the Holy Spirit. Each week you give us a word of truth that not only speaks to us, but also to you. You don't put yourself above anyone and admit your struggles along with the rest of us. This is very refreshing to all of us. You have been there for us in times of joy and times of sorrow, always giving a hug or a word of encouragement. And that has been such a blessing to us. You are a great friend and truly like a brother to me. Thank you for all that you do. I love you, Pastor Joe. <laughs> Pastor Eric, it's been five years since you came here to Byesville, and it's been a great to watch you develop into a great man of God. When you teach a lesson, it's impressive how in-depth you have studied and comprehend God's word, then teach it to us. Each week you lead us to the throne of God through praise and worship, and I thank you for that. You are tender-hearted. Some would consider you quiet. I would encourage every one of you to get to know Pastor Eric. He is fun-loving and a great to be around. I consider him a close friend. I love you, Pastor Eric. And with that, uh, Kristen Scherf is going to come up and share her admonishment. <laughs> wow, there's a lot of people out there. <laughs> because of my job as Pastor Joe's secretary, I spend a lot of time with him, so I know him well. He has taught me so much in the last 10 years, not only, about, not only by what he says, but also by example. No one I know has more integrity than he does. He has taught me how important that is. He is a humble man and treats everyone from all walks of life with respect. I know he is a big part of why I'm where, where I am spiritually. Also, I learned early on that you have to have a sense of humor to work in the office. If I didn't have one, I never would have survived. <laughs> and I love that about him. Thank you, Pastor Joe, for your patience with me when I don't understand something and your willingness to teach me, whether it's spiritual or something in the office. I feel so privileged to know you, my pastor, my boss, my friend. God bless you. Now, not everybody wanted to come up front to, to read theirs, so we have a couple that would like theirs read. That God Almighty has led me to the Bisville Assembly of God 
Jesus took my hand a long time ago. The enemy had introduced me to my causing strife in the house of the Lord. I only want to please and serve my personal Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I love the body of Christ and feel right at home in the Bisville Assembly of God. I know that only two things are going to enter heaven, and they are, as you know, they are the Word of God and God's people. Pastor Joe prayed for me and took all of my burdens away. Like a heavy rock, it was lifted off of me. I love and enjoy Pastor Eric's Sunday school class, David Day. Shauna Fraley. I was going to have Benny read mine, but I got the look from him. <laughs> Crystal, I adore you. Sorry. <laughs> she knew I was going to cry. Over the last 16 years, I've been blessed to have a friendship grow with Crystal. I've grown to appreciate and value her opinion and advice. She's always willing to listen and one of the first people I go to for prayer. She is an honest and loyal friend. Crystal's heart is for people, and it shows in her relationships and in her ministry. I'm honored to work in ministry with her and blessed to call her friend. Crystal, I pray that you always feel loved and honored by those you serve in ministry. I love you. I knew the look worked with my son, but I didn't know it worked with others. <laughs> I have another one to read. Wow, what can I say about Katie that doesn't show, already show? She has such an amazing heart and soul, and her love for Jesus and others just pour out of her with every word she speaks. Katie truly cares about others and does not hesitate to be there when someone is in need of a listening ear. She was one of the first ladies I was able to confide in without judgment and reminds me of God has a plan just be patient. I personally have been blessed and to have such a wonderful sister in Christ come into my life and remind me I am worthy of God's love and grace. I love you, Katie. Carla Basil. Uh, next, I'll have Steve Pratt come up. All right, take it away, Steve. Thanks, Benny. I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> Actually, it's an awesome opportunity to be able to share directly, publicly, with Pastor Eric and Pastor Joe. A lot of the things that have already been shared or reflected in my heart as well. 
But there's a couple things. When Pastor Joe first started here, that really struck me was his absolute sincerity in what he was endeavoring to do and his total obedience to the Lord in what he was attempting to do. Those two things at that particular time, I really needed to see in a leader, a spiritual leader. And I was just so thankful for that. There was a specific time, and I'm sure he probably doesn't remember. He's prayed for multiple hundreds, but it was several years ago. And probably shortly after he got here, probably seven or eight years ago, I came up for prayer. I felt like the waves in the storm were about 20 feet high around me. The uh, things in the family, finances, you name it, the storm was uh, in full swing. I came up for prayer. Pastor was going through praying for everybody. Right after he prayed for me, I just felt this awesome peace come from the hand of the Lord. And I just, ever since that point, have been able to get through a storm knowing that the Lord was there with me. And I thank you, Pastor, for setting the example. We're always going the extra mile and setting that example to me to follow. Thank you. Pastor Eric, I, I recall, I think it was probably six or seven years ago, you came and visited this church a couple different times. And I thought to myself, man, what an awesome musician this guy is. It'd be great if he could be here someday. <laughs> Lo and behold, a couple years later, he was here. And you're just an awesome blessing to us, Pastor, for your musical abilities and just a blessing to be around. Your teaching ability is truly awesome as well. It's, it's neat to be in on your Sunday school classes and other teaching environments that you've been in. Thank you. And thank you, Katie. And Crystal as well. Both of your blessings. At this time, I'm going to ask Sam Beskett to come up and share a word. You need this, Sam? Now I got a big mouth. No, I don't need it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be up here and say some nice things about the pastors and the wives and all that. And uh, I'm going to kind of start off with Pastor Eric. Uh, when he first came here, you know, he was kind of quiet and shy. Didn't say much, maybe just high. I think there was a song like that. But uh, over the last five years, he's really matured a lot. Uh, you know, uh, he's a great worship leader. Um, really... Uh, a great Bible teacher. We, I look forward to when he teaches, when both pastors do. But uh, when he first come here, I told him, I said, uh, Pastor Eric, uh, there's some of us have known each other for decades. And the way we relate to each other, you may not think we like each other. <laughs> if you see uh, Ty Sishner bump into Bell Hall, they won't say that about me. <laughs> 
but uh, but we do, you know, we do love each other. It's just uh, something that's been going on for years. I've known Ty since she was a 115-pound football player in high school, and that's a long time ago. And I've known Bell. Well, we won't go there. Um, the only advice uh, I'd like to give uh, Pastor Eric, uh, I've been trying to give him some advice on how to be the perfect husband. Um, I don't know how that worked out, but uh, <laughs> the only two things I could say to continue to grow and study, uh, but you're just going to have to learn to play golf. I mean, you know. And uh, I know you're not big into sports, but, you know, uh, black and gold would look good on you. <laughs> Color, you know. So... Uh, Anyway, uh, that's, <laughs> but he is, we, uh, we're just glad to have Pastor Eric. And I'll tell you what, he's great for tech support too. You got something that don't work, matter of fact, I didn't know, I left myself at home. <laughs> he can fix all them things for you. So, uh, <laughs> then there's Pastor Joe, and uh, maybe uh, most of you have heard this, that when we were looking for a pastor, I was looking for an older man, a more mature man, one that was grounded in the word, a good family man, uh, someone that could help build the church and restore the church to what it was, because we've been going here a long time. Well, we got that, only we just got it in a younger man. But I can say this, we've aged him quite well. You know that? <laughs> I mean, kids have all grown up, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, he, he's exactly what this church needed, exactly what I needed, what was exactly what a lot of us needed. And uh, I probably didn't feel that way the first six months, but if I just would have knew he was a Steeler fan, we could have put this all to rest. <laughs> he told me he was a Steeler fan. I looked up and I said, God, finally. <laughs> After 20 years, you send me a preacher to Steeler fan. I said, but uh, anyway, uh, we're just glad to have Pastor Joe and Pastor Eric here. And uh, the family is good to see the kids grow up. Uh, I made a slight mistake this morning. Uh, Pastor, we got a card for you. And we was gonna, I was going to put a little something in it, but Carolyn sealed them up before I could put something in them. <laughs> so uh, that's all I got. <laughs> Probably enough. Thank you, Sam, for that sports preview. <laughs> uh, next, we're going to have Tina McCullough come up. We love our pastor's wives, don't we? <laughs> Woo! We sure do. They are our cheerleaders, and we should sure be theirs. That's for sure. Crystal, you are a true and trusted friend and willing just to do about anything, and I love that. It's always fun to work with you no matter what we do. We have sailed through the sky together, literally, and, and lived to talk about it. At least I did. And um, we have shared some highs and lows in our lives, and I appreciate all that you do. It always blesses me. She has, they have met my family 
which if you've ever met my family, it's, it's an awesome event. And, um, and, but a lot of times when we'll get together, just my family at holidays and things like that, when Crystal's name comes up, they always say, that pastor sure has the sweetest wife. She is the sweetest and nicest person I know. And coming from them. So you've got them fooled too, Crystal. Crystal, I truly love you very much. I'm also going to talk about Katie. I've known Katie since she was a little girl and she grew up in this church. We spent lots of time together over the years and been through lots of things together from Bible quiz meets where she ran around like a little kid and um, even before you were old enough to compete and from rainbows to being crowned an honor star then to youth. You've always been such a sweetheart. You got along with everyone and never caused any trouble, unlike your sister, wherever she may be. No. <laughs> we spent a lot of time together, also each other's homes, just having a good time and getting to know each other. And you always fit in, whether it was with the young kids or the adults, you were always right there and fun to be around. And it's been a blessing to watch you grow up into a beautiful young woman, hungry for God and all that he has for you. You and Pastor Eric are such a blessing to our church, and we love you both very much. And I have top 10 things your pastor's wife, your pastor's wife wants you to know. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't ask them these questions, so they are not responsible for any response on here. Number 10, your pastor is just a man. He struggles like the rest of us. The number nine thing your pastor's wife wants you to know. He's her man, and don't talk about him, and don't give him a hard time, because that's her man. <laughs> Number eight, her kids fluctuate between really awesome and really annoying, just like yours. So don't judge her kids. They might just be having a bad day. And I know, number seven, you'll never know this, but she is not perfect. I know, not even close, she's not so putting high expectations on either one of them makes them very tired and exhausted. So don't do it. Number six, she doesn't have all the answers. Truthfully, on any given day, they may not have any answers because they have the same questions you and I have about things that we deal with and have going on in our lives. But they are always, both of them, very happy to listen to us. Number five, your hugs and cards and words of encouragement are golden apples in their lives. So make sure you encourage them. Number four, when you tell her her husband has done a great job, you make her day. So encourage her that way too. Number three, every time you help out in the nursery and children's church, bake a cake for a sick family, introduce yourself to a visitor, you are a reminder to her that she's not alone in serving others and serving the Lord. And number two, they're both very approachable. Ask them to go shopping. Ask them to go out to lunch. Ask them to go have a fluffy, puffy drink. They are more than excited to go. And number one, she's just a girl, just like you. We love you both, and thank you for all that you do. papers next up. Thank you, Tina. 
That was awesome. Next, I'd like to have Tom Cummings come up and share. Okay, I promise not to read all of this today. <laughs> so, alrighty. Well, the Apostle Paul said in Romans 13, 7, to give honor to whom honor is due. And uh, then he also, in 1 Timothy 5, 17, he said that the, the elders that, that rule well, that they be counted worthy of double honor, and especially those who labor in the word and in doctrine. And I believe that, that both Pastor Eric and, and, and Pastor Joe give us a perfect example of those who labor in the word and doctrine, because every Sunday, you know, I like to eat three times a day. And uh, every Sunday, we've got three meals every Sunday. We've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner because they're serving up Sunday school and they're serving up the Word in here. And then they're serving up, one of them again is, is uh, teaching Sunday night. And um, not only that, for those of us who like to eat more than just once a week, they also are serving up the Word on Wednesday night. And it's awesome. And what they do, they do it with all their heart and with all their, their might, with their passion and zeal. I, I love Sunday mornings watching Pastor Eric get fired up about a subject. I mean, he really, he is quiet, but you get him on the right thread, man, he's gone, you know, and gets excited, passionate about what he's teaching. And um, the, uh, I also, I, I want to thank Pastor Eric for leading us into God's presence every Sunday morning. And, and Wednesday night, too, uh, because that's powerful. That, that breaks up that ground before the, the, before the Word comes. And sometimes he's serving the Word, too, Wednesday night, or it may be Pastor Joe, but appreciate leading us into the, God's presence each Sunday and Wednesday. I um, want to thank you all for, for praying for us daily. I want to thank you for the fact that you're here Thursday mornings, every Thursday morning, praying with us and for us and also Sunday mornings before church. Have you guys noticed my shameless plug that to be here <laughs> Sunday morning? There's awesome stuff going on Sundays, Sunday night too, and then, and then Wednesday nights and Thursday mornings for prayer. It's good stuff, but they're here faithfully. And um, on a, another note, switching gears to the ladies, I, I want to thank Katie for all that she does with the children, um, vacation Bible school. I wasn't allowed to come. My, you know, my cousin Clark came, but I, I appreciate all that I heard about what she did of just pouring everything she had into the kids. So, kids, if you appreciate Miss Katie, can you say amen? amen. That was kind of wimpy, but do you, I mean, do you all appreciate vacation Bible school? Say amen. 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 So really appreciated. Clark really appreciated that she kind of let him do whatever he wanted, and that was great. I also want to thank Crystal for all she does for the kids and for what she did during vacation Bible school and uh, having to put up with Clark up there too. So, But uh, on a, a more, well, where's Caitlin? Where's Caitlin? Oh, there she is. Hi. There you are. I want to thank Caitlin for sharing your dad with us. You know, that's... Uh, there's a lot of time involved in pastoring, and I appreciate you sharing your family with us. And, and for the wonderful example, you are of a teen who loves Jesus, and that's refreshing. That is. Um, amen. Amen. 
on, on a more personal note, too, I also happen to be blessed to be a neighbor of the Summers family, and um, it's, it's really awesome. I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate them taking care of my dog, Ranger, for me, and um, Crystal loves him. I mean, she really loves... At, Pastor Joe has the perfect thing, because he's got... His family has a dog, but he doesn't have to put up with it, so, right? So it's, because... Because he is a Cowboys fan, my dog is. But anyway, the, but, oops, he just got banned from the home. But they, when I'm out of town, I never have to worry about Ranger. He's, he's taken care of, and, and I appreciate the whole family for taking care of him. And for Crystal or Caitlin coming at a moment's notice, you know, when I'm called away with work, you know, to take care of him. So that means a lot. And also it means a lot that when my daughter comes up that y'all love on her and that you bring her in and make her family. That means a whole lot as a daddy. Um, I wanted to also encourage you guys, in addition to taking advantage of all the times that they serve up an awesome meal for us here, I encourage you to pray for them daily. It is an incredible responsibility that they have. And um, the... You know, the verse I said about giving honor to whom honor is due, the next verse says to owe no man anything but to love one another. And so I encourage you to love your pastors and their, and their families. And, and so how do, how do we love them? You know, there's, there's um, you're probably familiar with the five love languages, and today they're getting three of them, a good healthy dose of words of affirmation, gifts, and, and probably some um, physical touch with some hugs and stuff. But you know, there's, there's two other love languages. It's acts of service, and it's quality time. So I talked about the quality time of showing up here, and, and acts of service of, you know, plugging in. Guys, That it's not just us showing up here. It's us becoming a family, which I think you can see from all the talks today. People have shared that it does, you can tell we're his disciples by the love we have one for another. Amen? But I, I encourage you to, if you really want to show appreciation, it's not just this day. You show appreciation by doing what they say. You know, when they encourage us and they're pouring their hearts into us with all that they've got, take it to heart. Look it, back, look it over it again what they've preached that so doesn't just go in one ear and out the other, but put it into practice. Amen? You know, you could probably sum it up that in Third John 4, John says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. You know, how do I know that my daughter appreciates me? She does what I say. She, she, she takes to heart the words that I say to her. It doesn't go in one ear and out the other. That's how I know I'm appreciated. Amen? And then, and then in verse 2 of that same chapter, it says that, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. That's what they want for us. That's why they're here laboring in the word and prayer is because they want to see us prosper. Amen? They want to see us do well. And so the, it can kind of be sum, summed up in show up, grow up, and bro up. Okay? Meaning... <laughs> You know, I know ladies sis up, I guess, but but let's you know, let's be a family. Let's 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 be the church that they so desperately want to see here. Amen.
And uh, one, one last thing, and I promise I'll give back the mic, that, you know, they face the enemy on, on our behalf, so let's make sure we've always got their back. Amen. Thank you all for what you do. Thank you all. Thank you, Tom, for those words of encouragement, not only to the pastors, but to us as the congregation as well. And it got me to thinking, I'll introduce the, this next person in a second, but the, uh, I don't know if any of you read the Word for Today devotional on a daily basis or semi-daily, whatever. Everything this whole week in it has been about increasing the pastor's effectiveness. And almost all of these things have been touched upon, have been covered in that as well. So maybe in your devotional time, put a little uh, reading time into that. The next person I'm going to introduce is uh, Chris Muth. Is that correct? <laughs> I'm going to let her share some words with you. Um, the first thing I want to say is how thankful um, for God's direction to bring me to this church. Um, I had been out of church for multiple years due to hurt of leadership and family. And I was, say I was doing my own thing and I, I didn't blame God directly, but I do believe now that indirectly I did. And I kind of said, if this is what it's all about, I don't want it because it was too hurtful. And God put some very special people in my life that, that helped me get here and where I am today. Um, I definitely feel the love of God here. I've never felt so much love and compassion uh, from even people that I don't know real well. When you, you have your fellowship time and, and things like that, it's just you feel a connection if you allow yourself to. I know we're all a little afraid and, and that sometimes to get close, but here we have an opportunity to share God's love with people, with new people that come in that need a handshake or a hug um, and that. So, um, But my first experience, um, let's see here. And my first experience um, connected with this church was before I actually ever um, committed here. Um, I have a very dear friend, Kristen, who ministered to me for years on horseback during my midst of pain and suffering. So she was drawing me. And then <clears throat> my husband, Marvin, was having open heart surgery in Zanesville. Excuse me. And um, we were there with some friends and some family and that. And, of course, even though I stood in faith that everything was going to be fine, you know, there's just that little bit of apprehension and watching the board as to where he's at when. And all of a sudden, a familiar face came and gave me a hug and sat down beside me. And that was Pastor Joe. And I know he's heard this story, but you just, you don't have a clue as the impression that you made upon my life. He really didn't know me from Adam, probably other than what Kristen had told him. <laughs> that scary thought. <laughs> but he came and he sat with me 
and he prayed with me. And the love of God that I felt in his presence was like nothing I had ever felt before in, in human form. And he sat with me and we talked and it was just a, an eye opener to what the love that God really has and that people have. Um, I had put up a lot of walls, very, very tall walls to, to protect myself from hurt, which God has used that to strengthen me and build my character um, and that. Um, and that, but Pastor Joe and Crystal, I had a wall up for women like you cannot imagine. Kristen Scherf was the first woman I had allowed in my life, and I can't tell you how many years. And it was scary. And then Crystal, you know, I started going to Monday night Bible studies, and that was a big step for me because I would not allow women in my life because of the hurt that I had felt. But um, they have showed me how to bring down that wall and replace that with love and forgiveness. Even like last week when Pastor was talking about our attitudes, in the midst of praise and worship, God showed me someone in my life that hurt me for years and years and years as a child. And he said, you have to forgive them and you need to love them. And then we had our service, you know, and it was just like, wow. And um, so they really taught me, the church has taught me how to break down barriers that the enemy has put up there. And I'm, I'm very, very grateful um, for that, for God's love and, and, uh, the pastor, the example, they're just, they are people. They're real people. They come out to camp with us, and pastor's got his sweats on, and Crystal's got her, and we just eat and horseback ride if we can and, and stuff like that. They are so real. And to have that, that fellowship with somebody that we look up to in such a manner and say that they are real people means the world to me. Um, and that so and and you know just like what was shared earlier pastor eric and pastor joe and their wives carry a huge burden for us daily minute by minute and i pray that each and every one of you take time out of every day to lift them up before the lord because they need strength they need guidance not just for their lives but the body of the church and for each individual situation that comes up. Um, I know that I've been to pastor a couple times um, in confidence, knowing, knowing in the deepest part of me, it's kept confident and feeling like God has prepared him for that day, regardless of whatever comes his way. And so be it, it might be my day. And I, I truly appreciate the commitment that they have, including the kids. You know, we love them. 
Katie, I, I've gotten to know a little bit more, and she is the sweetest thing in the world. And Pastor Eric, I cannot tell. Praise and worship is a big deal to me. Then I crank up the music at home. Marv comes in and he says, can you hear it? <laughs> I crank it up, you know, and I'm boogieing all over the house. So we truly appreciate you, too. Just really want to thank everybody. And you have no idea how much we love you guys. Thank you, Chris, for sharing your heart with us. And I see Pat's on the way up already. Wow, Pastor, you get to look at this every Sunday? Bless you. Hey, Pastor, I know it's um, Pastor Appreciation Day. But you know what? I'd probably really appreciate it if you ever let me beat you at golf. And by the way, Sam, he lied to you. He's a Browns fan deep down inside. <laughs> Sorry about that. You didn't lie. <laughs> Pastor, thank you for being a great spiritual leader. Being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You know, people come to you behind the scenes with issues that aren't always pleasant. But one thing, Pastor, you always give good advice. You always try to keep this body with unity. Pastor, you're a great father. You're a great husband. You set godly examples for me. The way you love your family. You always encourage people to pray and seek God's will. Thank you, Dave. I'll give you a dollar after the service. I lost both my parents about a couple years ago. I just want to thank you for the countless hours that you spent in that time. <clears throat> Having prayed with my family, most of all, the prayers you gave my parents as they was seeing God. I appreciate that. And Pastor Eric... I remember at the funeral, I said, you guys never heard Pastor Eric play the piano, but I asked Pastor Eric one time during the, my mother's funeral, I said, my mother loves piano music. Can you do it? Without hesitation, he said, yeah, I'll do it. Thank you, Pastor Eric. And Pastor Joe, I just want to say thank you for not only being my pastor, but being my friend. That means more to me than anything. I could always count on you. Crystal. Hey, let's give it up for Crystal. Crystal. 
Crystal, you, you put God first and, and walk the walk. Pastor Joe and Crystal are a team in all they do. She is always willing to help and has a hand in many ministries. She has a cheerful heart. She, she smiles and has a way of making each person feel special. It doesn't matter if you're young or old. She dedicates many hours in this place. Crystal loves her family. Pastor Joe, Cameron, Caitlin are her pride and joy. She's a wonderful wife and mother. She beams when she talks about them, never putting them down, but always uplifting and positive. Crystal is a friend that you could always go to that truly cares. You know that she will be there for you and pray for you. We are truly blessed. She's Pastor Joe's wife, and that's what we have. Oh, I messed up. <laughs> and that's why we have this couple alongside of us here at Bizeville Assembly of God. Whoa. Pastor Eric, what a great teacher you are, challenging our minds, encouraging us to get into the Word, to seek the truth. Thank you for all that you do for this church. One day I was walking into the church back here by the office, and I see old pastor, he has a drill in his hand, drilling holes through, through the church and running media wire through the church for us. Um, sometimes we think all they do is stay in this office, but it's not. I mean, they're, they're here for us. And, Pastor, thank you for your worship that you invite the Holy Spirit here every Sunday. Thank you for the gift that you give us. Katie, it's your turn now. <clears throat> Katie has a heart after God. Her and Pastor make a wonderful team together and have grown so much as a couple and a team for God. Katie dedicates countless hours to, this, to the ch children's ministry. She has a lot of energy, and it's her mission to teach these kids that Jesus loves them. She enjoys decorating the class, classrooms and organizing. Each thing has its place. She also prepares lessons for the teachers, makes schedules for the teachers, helpers, and she always checks to see if the teacher needs anything. She always, always makes sure that the teachers, they're on Sunday mornings, and the helpers, when she's not teaching herself. We are truly the blessed to have Katie. She is making a difference in our children's lives here at the Bizeville Assembly of God, and we thank her. Thank you. Now it's time for me to sing a song. I'm just kidding, just kidding. Hey, Mike, would you mind? Okay. Um, next up is... Well, I like to introduce Betty Enix to you.
Let's give her a round of applause. No, I'm here because somebody else wouldn't be. But it nevertheless comes from both of us. And it's kind of short after what everybody else said, but it still means just as much, I hope. Ten years ago, we were looking for a pastor. <clears throat> a young minister showed up. It was said he is just a pup, not old enough to be a full-time pastor. We all was also said, give him a chance. It didn't take long to see that he was ready for the job. He has the knowledge and understanding to help you with your problems, and he wants to hear both sides. He cares about his people and the whole community. He also has the foresight to think about the future of this church. We look forward every Sunday morning to hearing the word through Pastor Joe. Are we glad they gave him a chance? Pastor Joe, we are blessed to have you as our pastor and a loving friend. We are also blessed with Pastor Eric. I remember when he was just so quiet, I didn't think he would make it. He has sure proved me wrong. He does a great job leading our worship service. His Sunday school class is awesome. We are glad to have you as a teacher and a friend. We love you both. And we're glad you're all here. Next, I'd like to introduce Ruda. I didn't plan on standing up here either. I didn't get a look from Benny, but Tina spoke to me personally. <laughs> it's kind of hard to turn her down. <laughs> Anyway, we've all heard the saying, behind every great man is a great woman. But as I was preparing my speech, I ran across another quote that I felt was even better. There is no greater man than the man who acknowledged the woman standing right next to him. We all love and appreciate Pastor Joe, but even he will tell you that he couldn't do it without Crystal by his side. Since I'm their neighbor, I have witnessed this firsthand. I see the little things, how she acknowledges him and builds him up. Whether it's a cute, loving post on Facebook or a compliment in the office about how well he does his job. I see her always smiling, extending hospitality to the church family, opening her home to all and supporting her husband, whether in prayer or just making sure he goes to the doctor or dentist. I also see her working in the food pantry, teaching the girls club on Wednesday night. I see her passion for children and her love for God. Proverbs 31.12 teaches us that because a godly wife serves and manages her home well, she enables her husband to be, man, to be a man of influence outside the home. I've seen, her, I've seen her home, and I see how she keeps Pastor Joe on track and organized, as well as the other family members, and with their busy schedule, that's no easy task. Now, not just as my pastor's wife, but as a neighbor and a friend, she is someone I can count on. Whether I need a cup of sugar for a recipe or a cup of coffee and someone to talk to, she is always there. Not to mention she and Caitlin take great care of my dog, when needed, and my dog, Honey, loves her. God knew what he was doing when he brought my daughter and I to South 7th Street uh, four years ago. Crystal and her family have shown us what unconditional love looks like and what a God-fearing church is. So thank you, Crystal. Nothing you do goes unnoticed. And thanks to Pastor Joe, Pastor Eric, and Katie for all you do as well. 
It's a real pleasure to know all of you and be serving God with you. Thank you. Chris, it's your turn. I'm just kidding. No, I, it's your turn. <laughs> Don't seem like it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go off the cuff right now for myself. Vicki wrote something. She couldn't be here today because she's, uh, let's just say she's tired. She's not ill. So, um, I'm trying to think where to start. Family's what it's all about. I keep hearing people say family, and really, that's, it doesn't have to be a blood family because we're a church family. And a lot of times, that's actually lot stronger than the blood family just because we're there for each other every week and uh, Pastor Joe and Crystal's always there to help us out uh, Katie and her husband what's his name? Uh, but anyways uh, every time I, I'm around here and we're not in church because I do some stuff around so I meet them you know off the clock uh, but they're, all, they're always there and they're always out to help me as you know, while I'm helping them too, of course. So, um, I just appreciate your love. And, and okay, let me get my glasses here. I'm going to read. I'm not a good orator. You can tell that. I'm a plumber, not an orator. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, old age blindness doesn't help either. Uh, okay. So this is Vicky talking, pretty much. Chris and I are honored to have an opportunity to come up here and share with you just a few of the special memories that we have of Pastor Joe, Eric, and their families, and to express our appreciation to them. Two years ago, when our granddaughter, Micah, was born, she had what appeared to be a variety of serious health conditions, including a serious heart problem. It was such a such a scary and heartbreaking time to see our son, Brad, and Jackie go through that. They didn't know if their precious baby little girl was going to live or not. She was rushed up to Children's Hospital in Columbus. It was one of the most tragic times in our family's lives, but Pastor Joe, Crystal, and their children drove clear up to Columbus to be with Brad and Jackie during this very tragic time and to pray for Micah. Well, praise God, nine days later, they were leaving the hospital with a beautiful, healthy baby girl with a clean bill of health. Follow-up uh, appointments since, since then have shown no abnormalities in any of their body systems. We praise God for his healing and power, and we want to express our appreciation to Pastor Joe and Crystal during that time. Pastor Joe was also uh, there for Chris and I in a similar way when Chris had to have a partial foot amputation. It was a very rough time for us, and it was comforting to have their support and prayers and visits during that time, as well as other heartbreaking situations that our family has had to go through. In 2013, I remember Chris rushing me to the ER with the worst pain I've ever had. And boy, do I remember that. Uh, not only did that trip to the ER reveal a huge kidney stone, but they also discovered that my kidney was full of cancer and it was going to have to be removed. Pastor Eric 
was there immediately at the ER to pray for and comfort me during that very life-altering time. I still remember how much I enjoyed Crystal visiting me and my home during my time of recovery. I remember when Pastor Eric first came. I'm going, this is not a long book. I only got two paragraphs, okay? Just, hold on. <laughs> uh, I remember when Pastor Eric first came here, he was such a young man, only around 25. We have enjoyed seeing him mature and grow spiritually over the past few years and feel proud that he made such a great choice when he chose Katie for his wife. We want to thank all of you for the love, counsel, help, support, and prayers that our entire family, entire family have received from you all since we began attending here six years ago. Thank you very much. Good job. Next would be Gina. I've had the great privilege and honor of knowing Crystal Summers for around 17 years. The beginning of her ministry um, at a church that I was at in Columbus, we were pregnant with our first with our daughters together. So that and it was both of our second pregnancy. So it kind of started out that way, and then we ended up working in ministry together over the years. And we've shared a lot of ups and downs. She's always been there through all of the crazy things that make up my life, whether it's been family or my marriage or kids or health things that are related to the kids. She's always been there to help God heal my heart um, and help me kind of get pick up the pieces and put figure out what direction God is taking me in. And then she's also been there for all of the little victories and all of the big victories to rejoice with me and give God, God glory. So it's been a, an awesome thing. But the... Um, thing that has impressed me the most over the years has been watching Crystal deal with her own life uh, through the many things that she goes through the same way that we do in her own marriage and with her kids and their health things, her extended family, family members passing away, um, I don't know, different troubles that they might have with other families in the congregation when other people are having struggles and things like that. It's been incredible for me to watch her with such grace to grow as a woman of God and to find her way in helping minister to people who are hurting while she still has her own issues going on and finding God's will for her life um, and being able to watch her live life in the context of her family and her marriage and in the context of our church community. She, she's just done it with such grace and it's been a beautiful godly example for me. So there really aren't words for me to be able to describe exactly how much Crystal has blessed my heart and my life or how humbled I am that God would have given me such an amazing Proverbs 31 woman to be my friend and my pastor's wife, <laughs> our pastor's wife. So I found this poem to point out some of the many things that I admire about my dear friend. It's called The Pastor's Wife by Judy Bowling. She's a godly woman. She has such grace. Always a warm greeting and a smile on her face. She's always encouraging and mindful of her place. She is the pastor's wife.
She always has to act just right, always on time, even though the schedule is tight and she needs to be everywhere. <laughs> From early morning until late at night, she is always the pastor's wife. She is such a lady, everyone's friend. She serves with deep love from within. All of the problems everyone has, she tries to mend because she is the pastor's wife. She carries your burdens and she prays for you. Sometimes she cries for you the whole night through. But you wouldn't know when she is feeling blue because she is the pastor's wife. At church, she starts to walk up the aisle. There are so many who need to stop and talk to her for a while. Though she may be tired and has her own trials, she is patient because she is the pastor's wife. Her life and her time are not her own. There are always needs, and they go on and on. With a knock on the door or a ringing phone, this is the life of a pastor's wife. Her husband she shares with the congregation, the entire congregation. She humbly accepts his very tiring dedication. When she is lonely, she kneels to pray for consolation. God bless our pastor's wife. She will someday reach the end of her race and will meet her master face to face. Surely our God has a very special place in heaven for our pastor's wife. Thank you for living your life and being you. It's amazing. Okay, um, Ty, come on down. <laughs> sure. Uh, I won't be long, guys. Uh, now I'm just going to wing it. Um, probably about three years ago, I made a big mistake. Um, I invited a young man from the church over to my house to have dinner with us. And it just so happened to, that uh, my daughter was there also. <laughs> and if he didn't realize it, I think Joel and I both realized it, that she was hooked. And it wasn't a mistake. It really wasn't. I'm just blessed to have Eric as a... Uh, I knew this wasn't a good idea. Um, <laughs> One of my pastors, uh, but also my, my son-in-law. And uh, a lot of you know that I took up fishing this summer, and I'm, I'm really bad at it. But I love to do it. And uh, I did it for a while by myself. And then one day I asked Eric to go with me. And now he's my fishing buddy. <laughs> and the thing about it is... Um, and every time I ask him to go with me, he always says at the end, thanks for asking me to go. Oh, Eric, I'm glad you go. It's therapy for me. All right? And I love you, brother. Um, Pastor Joe, uh, I just want to thank you for giving me opportunities. I went through the... Uh, the membership class and I was so into it that when I was done um, I told pastor I said you know at some point in time I said I'd like to help teach this class 
Well, guess what? <laughs> I got that opportunity, and it really turned things around for me. It really, truly did. And uh, part of the um, verse that Benny read uh, at the beginning, it says this. It says, now we ask, brothers, to respect those who work hard among you. There are a lot of people that work very, very hard in this church, and I appreciate every one of you. But the next part says, who are over you in the Lord? And who admonish you? I am very honored to call Pastor Joe my pastor because um, anytime I can call him, and I really appreciate that. And last but not least, um, Crystal. Um, you know, a lot of times we need somebody to let us know we're doing a good job. We need affirmation. I'm one of those people, and I think most of us are. But if you ever question yourself, Crystal, uh, <laughs> I want you to remember my granddaughter. Every time she sees you, the look on her face. And you don't know how much I appreciate that. And I apologize for this, but uh, that's who I am. I love you guys. Thanks. Tina and Benny. I promise we're almost ready for lunch. <laughs> And for those that don't know, that after we get done up here, there's lunch downstairs. And if there's anybody that's got something that you'd like to say, um, to Pastor Joe, Pastor Eric, Katie, Crystal, or Caitlin, or um, share it with them. You know, they they like to hear those words of admonishment and stuff, and and it really boosts their walk, to know that they're following God and doing what they need to be doing. Uh, but last but not least, uh, we need to honor a couple other people, the pastor's kids, <clears throat> Caitlin and Cameron. When they came to Byesville, they were so young. Caitlin was so quiet and shy, so sweet and innocent. <laughs> Cameron was also quiet, but easily won over, with lots of energy, fun-loving, but he didn't like to be hugged. But it is not always being easy being a PK, a pastor's kid. They had to be at church every time the doors are opened. They had to wait many times on their dad to get finished, take care of all of us after church before he could take them out to eat. I'm surprised they didn't starve to death <laughs> some Sunday mornings. They also had it rough at home, which we all need to be aware of some of these things. Caitlin, we got your back. They were subjected to many harsh rules. Any movie they ever watched had to be looked up on that plugged-in thing to make sure that they could go see this movie or they couldn't even go see it. And also, even worse than this, there was never any TV on Wednesday night. These kids were deprived and abused over there, I'm telling you. 
<laughs> they were also made to do chores like take out the trash, clean up their rooms, clean out the dreaded bunny cage, and for only a mere $5 a week. These kids were being abused right under our noses. But myself as a parent, there's another side to the story. I believe things like we can't do it is we can't do it good enough for mom. So why even try? What was said, and I think maybe, uh, do we really have to tell dad about this? <laughs> was also another comment made. <laughs> They've both been very involved in church, not because they had to, but because they wanted to. Caitlin has helped in children's church, girls, clubs, VBS, any outreach we've done. She's also been a leader in her school with FCA, fundraising for youth, she does awesome at that, fine arts, and even last week she talked about the walk for life. Water. Yeah, walk for water. Give them you have to have water to have life. <laughs> Cameron was involved in many areas of this church. He helped with the audiovisual, making sure that we could worship with the words on the screen and doing sound. He's a leader in youth group, helped shovel snow, went on a missions trip, and was a leader in FCA and still helps usher when he is in town. Now, while away at college, he is active and a leader in his Chi Alpha group and becoming a local celebrity in the college paper and on the radio. You both have been great to be around, from playing pig and even dotting the I just to let the old folks keep playing. <laughs> watching many um, baseball games and basketball games, allowing us to do that, going to track meets to see disc and shot put thrown, playing games and just hanging around and sitting, sitting around and talking. You've both been a lot of fun. But even better is watching to see both of you grow up into an extraordinary young people and who still choose to follow Jesus and run after him. Thank you for allowing all of us to be part of your lives and for a hug now and then, Cameron. <laughs> no matter where you are or where you go in life, how famous you become, you will always have a home in Byesville. We love you both. Hey, Brent, it's your turn. Sorry to delay us so long this, evening, this afternoon on lunch here. Uh, I've got five or six people, and then we, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, if I could get Pastor Joe and his family and uh, Eric and Katie to come up and the board to come up. token of our appreciation from the church for the pastors and their family. You're not outside. 
Um, we're going to dismiss after I pray over the food. Please allow the pastors and their families to be in the front of the line. You guys go right on ahead, and we'll get this food prayed for, and we'll be right behind you. <laughs> Keep this short and sweet. <laughs> Father God, bless the time that we spend together this afternoon, Lord God. Bless the food to our bodies. May it nourish us and carry us throughout the rest of today. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's eat.